and we are live and on time hey concrete <laughs> look at that hey danny girl what's going on with you a girl looking at these looking for you folks who are always talking shit about us being late we on time today listen always they always got something to say even when we on time they gonna have something to say because that's just what they do you, you know yes 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 um what's going girl, on with you though how's how has your week been how was your weekend my weekend was phenomenal um okay. <laughs> it was phenomenal uh, and that's all i'll say about it. it was a good weekend it was a really okay. good weekend i really enjoyed myself um yeah i wanted to talk about working out and bodybuilding and stuff like that okay so um initially i was going and i was lifting weights all right mm -hmm. and you know this section up here for me gets toned the quickest so i'm all looking like i'm about to pop a nigga i've always had it <laughs> that thing like i, I could and I don't, I don't really like I'm actually kind of soft. Mm -hmm. I know y'all can't tell. I'm really kind of soft though. And mm -hmm. so I was working out and this was getting like, I was starting to look, felt like I was looking like Serena. And I oh was like, God. you know, as a darker skinned black woman, I don't think we should lift weights. Oh, you oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. So there's, here's yet another, another, thing that black dark skinned black women can't participate in. So now we can't participate in in, in weightlifting. Listen, little kids be scared, grown men be scared because when I was lifting them, I was like, say something. Listen, you, your proportions are really good though. Like your proportions meaning you're not your shoulders aren't broader than the bottom portion of your body so you don't have anything to worry about um baby and then you know um i be reading niggas uh little chats and, sh and stuff and they be talking shit about us girl mm -hmm. Some nigga was like, I look like a linebacker and I wanted to run into it. See, and it, it makes you feel like that. When you lift weights, Listen. you be feeling like you're going to fuck some shit. And heard, I realized it's not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. I've heard them say that type of stuff too. Um, I've never heard anybody say that about me in real life. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I, it's, I it's, think you have enough going on. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, but you, but the thing about you is that, like, I feel like I'm, I, my proportions are like, are good, but your proportions are better. Like you are, um, I forget the shape, but like the upside down pair. <laughs> so where like you're smaller on the top than your bottom. So you won't have that to worry. I used to say stuff like that. And my husband, it tells me like, as a woman, you will never look like a man. My husband was a, you know, he did personal training on the side for many, many years. He's been into physical fitness his entire life. I mean, he studied the, you know, what the muscles do and, you know, what you can do with the muscles, like even in school, uh, because he was going to go into like sports medicine stuff. So, so 
um, he always tells me like, stop, stop. You know, like when, when I, we would go to the gym, I would always just want to do cardio. And he like, nah, you gonna get on these, you gonna hit these machines too. And he has me come down and hit all the machines. He's like, you will never have a body like a man. You don't have to worry about that. No matter how, if you come in here and just strictly do all these machines and do everything that I've shown you, you'll never have a body like a man. It's not gonna happen. Oh, good. Because I think some <laughs> white boys was trying to set my ass up for failure. <laughs> so I was going, good. no, hear me out. Hear me mm -hmm. out. Hear me out. You know, I was the only black girl. I, so I would see maybe a sprinkle of black girls in those classes like every now and then. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was like the main, I was like the token nigga. You know what I'm saying? Uh. So I noticed like they would be watching me and I'm like, why the fuck they be watching me? And mm -hmm. so this, this other white girl, she, she was like, she was like, man, you lifting that weight so much fast. And man, I, it took me months to get up to that weight. And I was like, shit is nothing. No, like <laughs> nothing. And then I had to think about it. Like I was starting to become like so strong mm -hmm. and I didn't feel extra feminine because I was throwing them I was throwing them weights around like they was like five pounds stuff girl and I was you know pressing like 250 ish don't don't oh oh see I don't even do any bench pressing but yeah see they had me bench press baby you know how all this stuff would get like wide on a woman and they be like you do not have to worry about that's not your your body is not built like that like you that can't happen for you you don't have a like your back is not naturally you don't have a big back to start with it's not gonna happen don't worry keep doing what you're doing you you have nothing to worry about. i'm not going back to be lifting no damn weights i'm not doing that um, <laughs> um you know what i figure i'll just do pilates and i should be able to tone that way the weightlifting okay. thing, weightlifting is very good for weight loss. Mm -hmm. But like, if you want to drop pounds fast, I definitely recommend lifting. Mm -hmm. But baby, concrete, the dark skin girls. Listen, sis, don't do that. Sisters. <laughs> I've been telling my husband. Everybody just sit around like, and say, so you ain't going to never say, oh, Serena, you ain't never think that. I mean, I think that she has a very athletic build. And yes, she bigger than most men, especially most white men. But like, and, and I remember like when I would go to the gym, I would be like, I only want to target, you know, the tummy and, you know, my, my problem areas. And he like, that's not how this works. You know, you can't do that. And, you know, like we be delusional. And yeah, he'd like, that's, that's not how this works. But I, I don't feel less feminine. Like, you know, I enjoy working out with my husband and like, I don't feel less feminine, but also, like I said, I wasn't bench pressing and doing all like, you know, no heavy weights either. See, that's what makes you feel masculine is when you be doing them yeah. weights, girl. And they, I, you know how people gather around you and you dancing. And I, I was like, hold, hold up a goddamn minute. Uh-uh. <sighs> I'm not oh about to God. be a little experiment. Mm -mm. Listen. Mm -mm. Um, but I was gonna say too, like, okay, so this weekend, like I had, you know, a funeral to attend to. And I absolutely hate funerals, but um I absolutely like whenever I have whenever like 
the one thing about like, you know, anytime you get together with your family, it's always like a good time, no matter what the occasion is. Like that's the one, you know, upside to like, you know, even like somber events that like you, you know, and it always makes me like miss home, especially because like I've literally lived apart from my family for so long and it's literally be making me like homesick. I'd be literally like, oh, if I could, baby, I'd be in a U-Haul. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, that's not going to happen. So um, although it, it was it's like, almost like a little family reunion. It is like, I, mean, occasion. I, hate like I miss my family so much and I have, you know, a ton of siblings, but like a very, very large family. And then I have, you know, a cousin that lives here and I actually have like a third cousin that just moved here, but I don't have like no family that's really lived here. My cousin that lives here is a flight attendant. So she always off somewhere and she's an international flight attendant. So she'd be gone, gone. And, you know, so I don't know. That's the the upside is like being able to be with family. Yeah. So it was nice being able to see family. Well, good, 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 good. But aside from that, we got a couple things to discuss. Now, we will keep still keep the preliminaries short, but we do have a couple things that we will discuss because we skipped out on our tough talk topic. And I have one or two things that I'm going to bring up just briefly. We won't spend too much time on them, but I do want to bring up just briefly. Okay. Uh, you want to start with the tough talk, talk topic or you want me to start with the other items? Start Which with other you? stuff because the tough talk Okay. Yeah. Longer. Let me um, go ahead and start with the other items first. So um, first and foremost, I wanted to know, I actually had, okay. So I had posted um, how the 50-50 conversation regarding Gabrielle and Dwayne and how Dwayne was interviewed by Uncle Shay Shay and um, he gave his commentary on like the whole 50-50 conversation and he was essentially saying that um, it was Gabrielle's idea that Gabrielle that he told Gabrielle that um, he mentioned once when they lived in Miami together that it was his house. And she said he'll ne- she never want him to be able to do that again. So the next house mm. they bought, they went half on it. And he also went on to say that they each take care of like a bunch of family members, you know, outside of their homes. And okay. they do that separately, you know, from each other. But um, he said that there's no way that, you know, he ha- he's married to a working actress and she ain't going to be, he ain't spending all his money while essentially she's working within the marriage and stacking hers. And I found that to be very interesting that he said that because maybe that sounded like it was some straight out the manosphere. And I wanted to get your take on it and know what you think of it. Um, I still maintain my position. Nobody is really going to tell you what they have going on in their personal business. When mm-hmm. your mama and your grandma told you to keep all them folks up out your business, that was because they was paying half the bills in front like they were not paying <laughs> shit. And you know, a lot of women will sit around and act like, oh, you know, I get to spend my whole check knowing their husband yeah. is only making about $40,000 and shit. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But um, everybody has to run their household their way. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll hear about celebrity business and, you know, she's paying 50-50. I was not phased by a one bit. Gab- Gabby says she's going to do what she got to do to keep her man. And... Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell y'all another thing, though, ladies. Mm. I'm going to tell y'all another thing. 
when it comes to moving into somebody's space and moving into somebody's house, do mm -hmm. not do it. It's always best to get a uh -oh. space together. Always best to get a space together. If you move into a man's house and he has total autonomy and total control over that, first of all, you're having to squeeze yourself into a middle of a situation that he's mm -hmm. already had going on. You sleeping on the same bed, 18,000 thoughts then been through. <laughs> do not move into that nigga house. And when you do move, get you a new fucking mattress. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you move in together versus you moving in with somebody when you move in with somebody it's almost like you're infringing upon their space because you're having to move this around you may not like how he's had it decorated and you know when it comes down to men a lot of them are used to living like bachelors and so yeah when you come in and let's say y'all have kids then you're having to rearrange all that shit. and then when he get mad at you this my mother hold up hold, <sighs> hold up this my what so Gabby was like, let's eliminate all that. And this would be, this be our house. And mm -hmm. it, it works to me. It works out better when y'all move into a mutual space together. Uh, I agree. I think that ideally you move into a mutual space, but I also am not opposed to doing what makes the most sense. So like what I mean by that, when like what makes the most sense is um, let's say, um, let me see. Like, you know, if it's a scenario where, um, okay, I, I have the perfect scenario. Mm -hmm. Although I think that it's best to move into a mutual space. Let's mm -hmm. say you have a part, you have a, a, a fiance and you guys are engaged and he has housing that's paid for by his employer. Some that's a perk for some employers yeah. or he gets a major discount to his housing through his employer. And it makes most sense. Like we could save up for a house and stay and stack up and get this free housing. You know what I mean? Like in a situation where it makes sense to do something outside of that, I'm willing to explore the other option. But I completely agree that that the best way to do it is to get a place that you guys are going into you know it's mutually uh, a, a, a mutual place that that's you know for uh new to both of you that you guys pick out together and and i think that it's comfortable for everybody going into it so i do agree with that but i feel like gabrielle has this very like i'm independent i want to make sure I, I i contribute 50 50 like I, and it's kind of like okay if your husband makes four times as much as you, why do you need to contribute 50%? I mean, a conversation might've needed to be had because he made her feel like, you know, this is, this is, you know, his home and she's a guest in it. But um, I'm not trying to prove to you <laughs> that I can do what you can do when you make four or five times, when your wealth is four or five times more than mine. I don't need to, you know, I'm not going to play big bank, take little bank with you, your bank bigger. And, and, and you know i'm gonna let you handle it <laughs> you know personally no, i actually agree with that i agree with yeah. that but like i said when it comes down to households they're just putting their shit out on blast yeah. um versus what putting we us all in talk music. about exactly because mm -hmm. i'm not discussing my finances and shit with nobody why would you <laughs> You know, so, but yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting. Things. Like I said, no, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I got one other quick thing and we're going to get off into this other real juicy uh, topic before we dig off into um, our actual topic uh, for the show. 
So I don't know if you've been seeing, baby, this mess with this dude, Gunplay, who, from my knowledge, I believe he is Rick Ross's artist. So I know y'all be like, well, you don't keep up with the celebrity gossip. So quick little backstory. This guy is someone who is supposed to be an artist of Rick Ross. He was dragged into that whole DJ Envy and Rick Ross beef some way, somehow. And it came out that he has a GoFundMe for the medical expenses of his daughter that he had up because it was like over $100,000. His daughter has some serious medical condition. You know, God bless the baby. And they put up a GoFundMe for it. So people were giving to the GoFundMe, contributing to it, giving, you know, doing all the things. And um, a, a couple months down the line, you know, just recently, they see him um, gifting Rick Ross a, a iced out chain and jewelry and all these lavish gifts while Rick Ross is lying lying up in the bed partially naked looking like somebody's Madea. Like, and people were freaking offended. People were, you know, astounded that you could have been begging for you know, work the working man's money to, to pay for medical expenses for your daughter and then turn around within a few weeks of that and gift this man who's already super rich um, a lavish gift while he's laying in the bed with his titties out. Um, I, I think that people were pissed off and as a result, they decided to ask for their money back from GoFundMe and he went on a rant about it, calling them everything but a child of God, cursing them out and saying that it wasn't done from the heart and he was pissed about it. And I want to get your thoughts on that. Girl, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. I sat there and I watched that foolishness. I watched him on, on uh, Rick Ross's bedside. I was like, don't you look like you want to rub those titties? He looked like he wanted to rub them. I was, there, I was so upset at the whole situation because I really did have a disabled sister. No, we never needed anybody's GoFundMe and shit. But, mm -hmm. you know, having a disabled child is a very, very difficult thing. Right. And so when you come to, first of all, I was looking real crazy that they was on GoFundMe in the first fucking place. GoFundMe should not be um, allocated to people who make above a certain amount. Mm. You and you, and then it's not just him. You also have a, a whole chick that's sitting beside you like a fucking mm -hmm. idiot. Girl, the whole thing was disgusting, disgusting, mm -hmm. disgusting. But the fact that you sit your ignorant yellow ass <laughs> over there gifting this grown, big, sloppy, nasty... <laughs> Fat sour piece of girl, but that's gonna that's gonna he gonna be a baby. He looked like he needed to powder up under them breasts because baby, the like, titties what? were sweating. You know how you come home and you take off your bra and your titties. Listen, baby, them look, titties were sweating, honey. He don't know the old school trick about putting deodorant under it or something like baby. That baby. was just not. And then I'm like, why is Rick Ross not on nobody's operator? Okay. That minutes. man, the way he laid there and did not move an inch with Did his, you see uh, those titties on. go off to the side? You know how you lay down and your titties go to the side? Rick Ross's titties was to the Baby, side. Baby, like if you don't put on a moo moo, know you got somebody at the door and you sitting there with your titties. Man, I think so damn mad because. Ew. 
a nigga <laughs> will sit there and act like because he has money and they're mm -hmm. validated by this they get validated mm -hmm. by this time and time and time again but because he has money and a full beard um bitches are throwing themselves at him they don't Girl, care how many bitches he done dogged out what he done did how he did mm -hmm. It's 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 boss boss hall yeah and boss hall the biggest boss right. mm -hmm. they oh he sound like a pig <laughs> that you grunting know? he be doing exactly oh, he, he's God. supposed to he actually has the most appropriate sound for his size <laughs> I think it's totally appropriate totally appropriate girl so I, I can't but yeah I I I was disgusted and then I'm yeah. sitting there looking at gunplay like you ought to be ashamed mm-hmm. No, man. I agree. No, man. Yeah, it was just wild, wild times. It was like the whole scene was like something out of a movie. I was like, oh my God, what the hell is this? Girl, it was very thing. interesting. Yeah. You heard about Jocelyn. So, I, like I said, I just wanted your brief thoughts on that. But um, we can hop off into can you hear me? our. Oh, what you say? I'm sorry. Girl, I was telling you about Jocelyn Hernandez. Oh, I forgot about that. Girl. So Floyd Mayweather had a fight on Zeus over the weekend, and he got into it with John Gotti's brother, sister, cousin, nephew, son. I don't know who the fuck it is, mm -hmm. he, who the relation is to John Gotti, the mobster. But this oh, guy okay. actually uh is a boxer. Mm -hmm. And him and Floyd Mayweather had a fight inside the ring. Of course, the fight escalated while inside the ring, which was crazy in itself. Then you got both sides rushing, but I really wasn't seeing like no fist thrown. So mm -hmm. to me, it kind of made it look scripted. But yeah. then you had Jocelyn, the Puerto Rican princess, not a black one, but a Puerto Rican woman, uh. one of the others. Mm -hmm. Um, she got into it with a girl that had been talking it shit on, I guess, on, on Zeus, and they went at it. And I was sitting there and I'm like, is this shit really for real? Like, this is disgusting. And I'm like, imagine getting to all this money and becoming like a nationally known star mm -hmm. only to be on a Coke rage, um, a Coke rage and you <sighs> fighting everybody. Not only yeah. are you fighting everybody, your nigga is in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Whole team. Whole team, <laughs> but you know the interesting thing is, I saw like a lot of um mixed reviews on that. A lot of people was like, "Oh, girl, shouldn't have been talking ish." That's what she get, and I'm like, Jocelyn is grown as heck with a child, like, and you know, supposedly businesses or you know, like you supposed to be about your bag. Like, come on, but. That's also what Jocelyn has been known for. Like, that's how she got her rise to fame, too, is, you know, from being about it. But it's getting to a point to where you're still, you're not seeing the everyday average Black woman portrayal in the right light. And every mm. time you see us on national TV, if you're seeing us in the media, usually it's for something bad. Um, yeah. and I think this attitude toward black women, uh, you know, I've always maintained that we're becoming the face of the ratchet. I think we're there now, um, to where people will associate ratchetry with black women. And oh, always. 
I think um, when it comes down to like the manosphere shit and the, the talk and the rhetoric that's going around online, I definitely think that's um, spilling over into real life. Mm. And just in how people treat you, how um, things are going, like a lot of this online shit is really starting to come out in real life. And so just to give y'all a quick story, I went out the other day, went to a little restaurant and um, let me time Q4 punk ass out. There you go, Q4. Enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And let me time it out. There you go, Ed. Get you some time now. Okay. So, um, I went to uh, pick up some breadsticks. We had made a pasta dish and I wanted some breadsticks. So I went and picked up mm -hmm. some breadsticks. A man was coming out of, a black man was coming out of the restaurant, looked up at me and purposely let the door slam in my face. And with stuff like that when i'm used to me holding the door for me i'm used to um i'm used to being treated like a lady for the most part when i come mm -hmm. here it's a different story y'all get out and i'm gonna cuss y'all ass out every time but in general i'm used to being treated like a lady and the man looked at me and what was so crazy he made eye contact with me and then let the door mm. slam in my face and i'm like it started to it started a thought process in me because I'm like, okay, you have men that'll let the door slam in your face. You have men that will let you get your ass beat by other men, by other women, <laughs> by kids. You have people that won't do anything but take out their cameras and film. They won't even call the police. They True. will take out their cameras and film. And so I'm kind of on the time, like it's scary. And when little things start happening, to me, it's a, a symptom of a bigger problem. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Al, Al, Alan, Alan, um, no, no, not y'all. See, and that's the thing. That's the thing I have a problem with. When you have other women that will go around and saying they're strong and independent, I'm not a strong, independent woman. Neither mm -hmm. one of us are. We're married. We're not strong and independent. I'm going to talk about that in the topic. Yeah, because this is a good segue too. Mm -hmm. But um, when people look at us and have such an impression of us and think that's what mm -hmm. we're all about, um, it's like, damn, thank you, babe. <laughs> um, look, look at her. She showed ain't strong and independent. <laughs> I'm not strong and independent. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, I told you about the weight thing. I put them weights down, baby. I don't want to. LBC, um, <laughs> that was the main reason because it was niggas like you who was going to be like, you y'all strong and independent. I ain't want to be seen like that. So I put them weights down fast. So listen, they be mad. You can bench press more than them. Look, they, they look chest hurt. <laughs> Child. Mm. That's exactly what it is. So I, I was like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to be um, strong. Um, no, MGTOW, it is vodka, tea, and lemonade. Amen. Oh, I thought that was one of them little drinks he made for me when I was over there. Them little mules. Mm. You mean that I made for you? Did you make that up? No, I thought Bro Curly made that. He did not. I don't think so. The first time I'm talking about, not the second time. Um, anyways, Curly made steaks. 
<laughs> That's what you say. I'm pretty sure he made it the first time because you told you asked him to to grab me a drink. Oh, but uh, uh, they look good though. Okay, um, let's go get get off into the other topic real quick because we want to wrap up the preliminaries and get off into our main topic. Um, so yeah, so we were going to talk about why black women aren't allowed to be victims. Um, and I don't know if you guys are aware, but a lot has been going on, uh, with Sukihana and Sukihana is well known. She is a Florida rapper and she's always in headlines for doing something raunchy, raunchy, like, um, throwing up on her man's, you know, what, while doing, you know, what being walked like a dog. Um, she pushes the envelope a whole lot. Um, her Twitter handle is Suki with the good, good C O O C H I E. Um, and so she is very free, sexually liberated. And as a result, I think that she gives off a certain energy. And, um, recently, uh, I think this was regarding the fight. Was it a fight event or at the fight that this happened, Danny? I believe it was at the fight. Yeah, I think it was at the fight. Yeah. She was at the fight and there was something, you know, they were on a panel and there was a conversation happening with between her and YK Osiris and he approached and people were saying there seemed to be some flirting that was going back and forth. There was some discussion between Suki and him that happened back and forth and she seemed to be like, oh, really? And, you know, there was some discussion back and forth and he approached her and tried to put his mouth on her and she kind of, you know, curbed him a little bit initially and he came and tried, well, he persisted and essentially put his lips all on her and was kissing her and very aggressively, might I add, despite the fact that she was trying to pull her head back. And a lot of discussion has been taking place throughout social media regarding this. What say you, Danny? What what do you what do you have on this before we proceed? I saw the incident. Um, I saw another incident that involved her being on Candy Show and some broke ass pimp was and let mm-hmm. me call let me not call that man broke because he Candy's co host. That's her co host? Yeah, that's her co host. The guy, he's her co host. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, that's her co host. Mm-hmm. On Candy Coded Nights. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. It's on her late night, like freak show, like where she gets a little undercover on Candy Coat at nights. That's her co-host. Um. Well, I watched Suki on there, or I saw a clip on there where that man was talking all under Suki Hana's clothes, talking about he wanted to take her in the back and smell her cat, and talking about uh, <laughs> they was talking about ass, all kinds of foolishness. But yeah. he was talking to her. Oh, you said you was about it. Let me see what you're going to mm-hmm. do. I'm in your face right now. Let's go to the back real quick. And I mean, just talking to her extra, extra reckless, like mm-hmm. extra reckless. If she had a, had a man, somebody should have beat that ass. Where was but Bill? Girl, I think her and Bill are on a break. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's like when her and Bill break up, I don't never see Bill no more. But yeah, she kicked him to the curve some time ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just a bad scene. Like, all of it was a really, really bad scene. Um, 
and he was talking to her so reckless candy sitting there giggling like a fucking idiot and mm -hmm. she seemed very uncomfortable too she was very uncomfortable she was yes but now it's a hard thing for a lot of men and some women to see this woman as a victim mm -hmm. um personally personally Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say I see her as a victim. I hate it happened to her. Um, or maybe she is a victim, mm -hmm. but we have to understand that those types of behaviors are was, what's going to come with the territory. Um, generally, I'm very, very hard on women when they put themselves in situations like that because it never leads to anything. It really leads to a lot of um, women's demise. But women don't really talk about the down, downside of um, a whole life. You know, everybody want to sit here and tell you they sugar babies and they getting paid and they stay in their hotels and they at hotels with different men. Mm, mm, tea. Um, different hotels. You, you getting all this jewelry, you getting all this money, quote unquote. You're famous, you're out there. And then you're having to do God knows what to, to make it. And then you want to go on the religious route. Because hold on, child. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me show you some victim shit. Let me show you this. Um, Suki says, I am hurt mm -hmm. and I am scared to stand up for myself. I saw and she said, um, I drink to hide that I'm very sensitive. I feel things more than the average person. I stopped drinking yesterday, but today I've been crying all day. Mm -hmm. I asked God to strengthen me and to use me to help others and to order my steps in his word. I just want to go away for a while. And that's what she said, y'all. Yeah. So go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Um, I wanted to get my thoughts on it real quick. So I, I did um witness it and I agree that um Suki Hana has a reputation that precedes her. At the same time, I don't believe that any woman should be um I don't think that that's an invitation to her body. Like real talk like i don't think that because a person dresses a certain way because a person um is into a certain type of entertainment i, I think that even if she was a um even if she was a, a stripper if she was a prostitute i think that simply you know your your line of business the way you conduct yourself is not automatically an open invitation to your body for people strangers or people that you haven't invited that you haven't said you know what's good hello you know what i mean same thing for men you know just because i know men that are very um very sexual that, uh, you know, always talking about sex all day long. <laughs> I told you I used to be in some very interesting groups. And some of the men were very, that's all they talked about. They, all they, it was just Facebook groups. And um, so like, nonetheless, if like, okay, so these groups, they, it wasn't like that. They would have meetups 
They would have meetups. So, and it would be regular casual meetups. Like they had bars and stuff. It ain't no, you know, like they would go to restaurants. Like it would be like regular meetups. You know, it may be somebody's birthday. So they like, we go into this spot because it's such and such his birthday. We meeting up for drinks. But if I meet you at a bar and you a man that's been talking reckless, like I don't get to approach you and grope you or, you know, like that's, I think that it's inappropriate no matter who you are. So I just think that, um, Danny, no, I was just trying to figure out like how you was in the Facebook group and you knew what they was talking about. And you, you sat there like Miss Ely in a rocking chair, you know, waiting for Mr. I, I don't know. Cause you was <laughs> like, you was in the group and then you were saying that they have meetups, but was you it was a New York based group, so I've never been to any of the meetups. I've never, you know, I'm here living here, but I was a single woman. I was invited to a group. I was like, what? It wasn't just about that, but that was some of the like they had after dark conversations. So that's what it was. But, um, you know, my point in saying all that before you derail me is just that no matter what, I think that, you know, people have to be respectful of the fact that unless I've invited you, you don't get to approach me and, and, and you know, essentially assault me. And that's what it's coming to, because now I feel like things are being blown up online and and i think that this is going to launch an entire campaign against yk osiris which will be very interesting because i heard that he has some mental delays or something like that i don't know and i heard diddy was hitting me that's what i heard oh <laughs> well um, I I, I, go ahead because i definitely want to give you some pushback on that go ahead. um it's interesting that you say an invitation to my body, right? Mm -hmm. What I think a very important message to young ladies should be, people are not going to be able to separate the hoe from the lady on a general basis. I think there are some exceptions to the rule. Um, you have women like Lil' Kim who can say she swallowed eight gallons of nut and had to get her stomach pumped and you know 20 years later nobody is gonna sit around and and film on little kim's titties in the middle of the street she doesn't command that type of attention also facts but then when it comes down to a woman like suki hana suki mm -hmm. hana's um whole goddamn career has been based on um her being able to talk shit. she was uh all she needed was some henny and a plan b um she liked to eat niggas ass you have mm -hmm. lyrics like that. Um, you put out an image like so. Then when you when we talk about who's really invited to your body and you say even with a stripper, I'm looking at a stripper. A stripper invites basically everybody, every paying customer to our body. Mm -hmm. You're going to have men that think they're exceptions to those rules. It's mm -hmm. interesting because we as women want to tell me you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do. That's not right. You shouldn't do that. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. That's bad. That's wrong. But we're not doing anything. It's not even necessarily to pre to prevent the behavior because the behavior can happen to anybody. But mm -hmm. there's a less likelihood of a man assaulting you um, in that way, the way she was assaulted. I think if she had carried herself a different way, there would have been a much less chance of a man assaulting her in that way. When we give out certain energy, 
we talking all kind of shit. We talking to men extra reckless. We talking to them like we niggas. We talking to them like we can handle it. Then when it comes down to it, when they get to talking up under our clothes, oh my God, don't talk to me like that. I'm a, I'm a woman. And I'm a, even if I'm a hoe, I should be respected the same way that we respect other women. And it does not work like that. Everybody mm. will sit here and talk all this shit. All women deserve respect. All women deserve whatever, whatever. No, you have to make fucking sacrifices. When it comes down to... Mm. When it comes down to how we dress, how we carry ourselves, um, not to say that you can't be assaulted because I get that you can be assaulted wearing anything, but you have to be able to talk about the likelihoods of you being assaulted um, when you're giving out a certain behavior versus what it's like when you're not giving off a certain behavior and the, the parallel between those. People don't want to talk mm -hmm. about that because I should be able to dress and walk and talk and say whatever. I shouldn't have to have any respect for myself. I want a man to have more fucking respect for me than I have for myself. Then when a man treats you the way you've been acting, everybody wants to, to, to call, yell out, fight. No, no, you well, can't. it doesn't happen on both sides, but I want to hear your. In response to that, I didn't say any of that. So just to clear no, up, I'm like I wasn't having all of that, but I'm saying. I know, but you were saying it. that you you wanted to give me some pushback and I didn't say any of that because I wasn't having that full conversation. I was just making a simple point in reference to his actions. I wasn't focused on Suki. I've, I've had, you know, multiple, we've had multiple conversations on the show regarding the fact that, you know, yes, although, you know, it may be assault, there is some onus as the woman that you have because, um, as women, you're your first line of defense. So, uh, you know, and I still feel that way. I stand 10 toes yeah. down on that. Nonetheless, it's a dangerous messaging to 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 speak to the fact that, you know, when women with like I think that there's there can be a dangerous perception um, you know, drawn from, you know, what you're saying because um what he is doing can be it is actually a crime like yeah. literally i don't care if she's naked that's not an invitation to her body like and i may not agree and i could i will tell my children you know, like i still my kids are young adults they're grown by, by law legally they're grown you ain't going outside with me with that on like I, i'm sure it's too short like I, you know and my kids aren't dressing skanky but i'm just not comfortable why why you buy that that's a little too short like i still police what my kids wear and they're, they're not kids they're women and so like you know i say that to say um i don't i'm not saying that you know oh you know she, be you know don't misunderstand me i i understand that that there is some there are certain behaviors that we can engage in that give off an air of invitation however um there is a clear distinction that they are not inviting by law by the legal definition and that legally you are committing a crime if you um if you invite yourself to someone's body without their consent legally you know now they're trying to now launch a witch hunt against yk osiris because this is what amber rose posted are we really going to sit back and let this happen to sukihana she was sexually assaulted and no one did anything 
This is entertainment business and she is in entertainment. Using her lyrics and her persona is an excuse to is is uh is an excuse to physically touch her and force her without her consent is absolutely disgusting. What happened to protect black women? Yada yada yada. This is what happens when you have black men or when you have people who believe, oh yeah, they are dressing in a provocative way. Oh yeah, they are um you know strippers and they are you know uh because they're strippers and they 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 uh you know they 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 are work especially now like all the rights that are being given to, to, to exotic dancers and things of that nature. They are strippers and they work in a certain industry that, you know, is akin to sex work. And as a result, I should be able to or invited to, you know, I should be able to invite myself to, to their bodies. Like that's a very slippery slope. And a lot of men do believe that that is the case. And as a result, they wind up finding themselves in hot water. We're seeing celebrities with money with resources with access to any woman that they truly want that believe the same thing that she was very inviting that she came to my hotel room that she was the one who came on to me that she sought me out that she got on my tour bus but at the end of the day she did not consent to whatever act you engage in or according to her she didn't consent so it's a very slippery slope and for black men especially men in this space they need to remember that unless she explicitly consented i don't care what she's wearing i don't care if she is naked on your bed looking like she's waiting and ready if she does not consent to you touching her you could be convicted of a crime You're on mute. Oh, um, wait a minute. Let me shout out to Danica. Oh, yes, Danica. Thank you, thank girl. You hey, girl. And I'm going to read the one from Mr. Curlin. He says, it's like I said earlier, people will treat you how you present and behave. Suki put all her business out there. Was it right? Nah, but bet your ass it ain't the first or the last time. Hashtag no sympathy. Damn, babe. Um, a shout out to Ed Unchained. Just because I got my hoochie do daddy shorts on don't mean you ladies can touch my jiggly jams. Ed, I don't want to touch nothing on a man that jiggles. I don't personally. Concrete might be into it. She into some wild shit, but not me. <laughs> so Don't be lying to these people. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I think that when it comes down to women trying to play both sides of that, when it comes down to engaging in whole culture, thought culture, 304 culture, you're not going to be able to go back and be like, I was a lady. Nobody's going to see you as a victim, especially as it pertains to men. Men are definitely not going to see you as a victim because they're saying that you know and you understand what comes with the territory. What I want to know from you, um, when it comes down to things that are a part of the territory, what should women do in that regard? Because men have proven to us time and time again that they're, if you're, um, if you act a certain way, they're going to treat you a certain way. What do you feel about that? I don't understand the question. I'm ask. I guess I'm asking. Like with things coming with the territory, what advice would you give to women? Because 
I'm like, if you sitting over here and you sucking dick in the middle of the, oh, you sucking dick, you posted it online, you didn't throw up, you are doing everything ratchet imaginable and not just regular, oh, you twerking on a, some damn headlights. You're really out there putting yourself out there in the worst type of ways. And, and, and that's the thing that kind of fucks me up. Yeah. Because... It's not even like she twerked a little. She ain't on no Sierra type of shit. You know, Sierra gonna twerk. She take her shirt off. You know, Russell in the background like a big ass simp doing what he what he gonna do. And Sierra gonna work it out, whatever. But when you have a woman like Sukihana, first of all, they don't view Sukihana as a pretty woman. Sukihana is viewed as the neighborhood ratchet, the bitch with the green hair. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're right but okay so i i do agree i think that i would tell my daughters like you're inviting negative attention like i would tell my daughters that if you wear something short something skip like literally from how they dress my daughters are not you know they're respectable they ain't in public doing nothing well but um i tell my daughters based off how they dress that they could be inviting negative attention you going out late but you got on something that is see-through that is you know exposing too much skin and this that and the other it's inviting negative attention and that you know the we can have the conversation about why you should be able to wear what you want but we could all we also going to talk about the reality of things and how dangerous atlanta is and that you know you're out late at night and that you know you can't protect yourself against someone who might be um seeking to assault you and we could have the conversation about the fact that yeah you know even if you had on sweatpants he might be seeking to assault you but there if the, if the likelihood there's a the likelihood is if he's choosing between someone with sweatpants baggy sweatpants on and someone with a skimpy dress on and he's likely and you know it's unfortunate but he's likely going to eye the person with the skimpy dress on and you know so I I I have I would say to someone that you your behavior your your raunchy behavior is inviting negative attention and the thing is I have friends who are wild like on the on the same spectrum as Suki maybe not like as I'm talking about wild like I got whole friends that that be like you know wow they they call themselves sexually liberated is is the term that they would prefer to use but i have you know and um the thing is though um at the same time though like they they are not um because you're sexually liberated even with sukihana and her saying that she likes to eat men's a and she likes to do all of these things she's not saying that you know that that she's um down to do that to any man walking down the street any strange man i'm so thirsty and hard up for penis that any man walking down the street i'm gonna bend him over and lick him between the crack of his tail like that's two different things like because i say that these are the things that i'm in, into in my bedroom that that's not an invitation for anybody who sees me to think that you can approach me and think that i'm gonna toss your salad um the difference is is some of that is exactly what Suki has done um, to a certain degree. Now, when it comes oh. down to, okay, so if Suki goes and she twerks on a dude and she puts her cat in his face, 
nobody's gonna say a word about that the mayor probably gonna pat on the ass while she up there she gonna get down she gonna go on about her business and she'll do this shit to random ass men just like strippers do to random ass men putting a cat in random ass men's faces all you gotta do is have the right amount of money and so when you start to put out messaging and imagery like that that's how people are going to respond to you and i want ladies to understand there's not going to be you're a hoe and they're going to treat you like a lady it I doesn't agree. work like that and so i i agree yeah but, and the, so, the, go ahead. but the 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 title or the message was just that black women can't be seen as victims so my message wasn't to women because we've had the, these conversations so i just wasn't focused on what women need to know men also need to know something that approaching a woman and inviting yourself to her body and um you know doing it in a way even what you might think is harmless fun that you're having with somebody because they're naturally flirtatious they're sexually liberated they talk a lot of smack about all the freaky things they like to do can land you in a boatload of trouble um when it comes down to men you have to think about who the industry is full of the industry is full of criminals um assaulters dusty as fuck it's disgusting it in the industry if you're signing up to be a part of the industry i think you probably need your head examined you sign any deal any deals you need your head examined it's just not conducive to anything but the the thing but i can't give suki a pass because of the things that i've seen suki do and keep in mind i've been following suki for a yeah long. i don't follow her when you I've, yeah. been, I've been following listen i was following cardi b when cardi b had ten thousand subs You've told me something and I'd be like, Ew. like when you first mentioned Suki, I, like when you first mentioned her, I, I recoiled. I was like, I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when it, so, comes, mm -hmm. when it comes down to um, the things that she's portrayed, she's portrayed some really, really fucking disgusting things. Yeah. And then when it comes down to portraying really really disgusting things um you know the messaging is always we as women we have to stick together we have to stick together these men these men just looking to fuck us up all fuck all of us over that's we not what i'm together. saying though i'm not saying that oh, you're okay. saying that stop saying okay. that <laughs> when you keep like because you're saying it in response after i say something so i thought that you were saying it to me in as a response to what i just said so go ahead never mind girl go ahead that's that's it mm. i have nothing else I, I i think that you know what like i said men need to be careful how you move and i you know the industry is full of you know predators and stuff like yeah, that but men don't generally move like that though i don't think yeah. um men know what assault is but men <laughs> when it comes down to women that they see as whores they're not going to hold a level of respect um toward them and i don't think that women who are in those certain professions that are doing the worst doing the most you can't expect to be treated with respect and admiration and treated like royalty you might see yourself as a queen women might see themselves as queens in those professions but men i can assure you do not and they're they're going to treat you as such they're not going to yeah. treat you like a queen 
I, I, I think there's a difference between treating someone with respect and um, criminally assaulting them. There's two different things. Like you don't have to commit a crime against someone. But what I was about to say was that, um, oh my gosh, I forgot my train of thought. Um, oh, like um, you, although, you know, the, the industry is full of, you know, all kinds of predators and all kinds of men who are into all kinds of sadistic things, there is an agenda now where we've seen some top men in the industry be targeted and be taken down. Literally, there's there's too many for us to count. And in regards to how many witch hunts um, we're seeing that are actively going on right now as we speak. So to think that, you know, you're safe, that, that you know, you can um, approach women and do what you want because you have a little bit of money or because a woman is moving a certain type of way, you know, you, you, you're not being realistic. So just, you know, keep that in mind. That's it. Um, if you have enough money, you can be a whore and get respect. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. Um, shout out to little Kim. Um, if you have enough money and you're a whore, you can get some respect. Just like if you have enough money and you decide that you want to kiss Suki Hana in the middle of a fucking, what you call it, and you got the right backing, he'll probably get away with it. And when mm -hmm. it comes down to it, people are not going to look at him as this big sexual assaulter, but they're still going to label her as a whore. She's always going to be labeled as a whore. And that, um, that's the reality of it. Why K. Osiris don't have that much money? If they will come after and take down Bill Cosby at 80 something years old, who was literally a formidable figure within the black community, gave us Electric Company, gave us the, the Cosby show, which was in syndication for how many years? Literally, not even just Bill Cosby. They've come after white men. They've come after Harvey Weinstein. Why K. Osiris ain't protected by nobody? They've come um, after um, he, Russell. They, literally, they going after Diddy now. Like, look, yeah, uh, Diddy don't have more power than Harvey Weinstein, and Harvey Weinstein is now serving a sentence for sexual assault. There's nobody unscathed in Hollywood with the agenda that they have going on right now. I actually think there are people that are definitely unscathed and have gone unscathed for decades upon decades. Um, when it comes down to facing consequences, a lot of times those consequences are not quick and swift. You have people oh, that say that they were victimized 40 years ago. So if you can get away with assaulting a woman and it's not going to take, it's going to take them 30 fucking years to convict you, then what, what, you, you know what I'm saying? I agree with that. It's not swift. It's not swift justice. These, these are long running accusations that happened 40, 50 years ago. We still got Trey Songs coming out. They coming out with new allegations against Trey Songs every other week. So it every may not be swift, but it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. We'll say that. We'll, we'll yeah. be watching. Um, yeah, we'll definitely be watching. I think it's unfortunate, and it's a situation where I you I feel bad for, but I'm like, she's not a a thirteen year old just coming into the game, and then how she was raised. And like I said, I've been following her for a long ass time in her background. She already knows what comes with this background. So then when you jump hair first off into some shit, what are you really expecting people to feel? 
and people may feel some compassion they may feel some compassion but when suki hunter demands to be treated like you that didn't worked all your damn life and worked hard and kept on all your clothes ain't suck no dick from the back of nothing and she wants to be treated the same as you then there's going to be a separation on how women treat each other in the class of women and we definitely don't really get off into um how other women want to be treated in comparison we don't get off into that and most women want to be treated with respect but if yeah I'm not one of those people who think that because somebody does certain things that they shouldn't be respected. Like, and I am a person who I'm a respect, a janitor, a, a, a waiter, the same as I'm a respect, a CEO, but I don't even think it boils down to respect. Like literally because of the, the, the lyrics, because of her behavior, because of all the things she does, I, for me, that isn't an invitation to put your hands on her body, to, to kiss her, to, to assault her. Like that is, that is tantamount to assault. That, that actually constitutes the sexual assault. Yeah, it was assault. It was assault mm -hmm. all day. I don't disagree with you. But the reality is, the reality of it is, if she's flirted with him, in any way shape form or fashion she was nice to him she flirted with him um all that shit will be used against her you remember yeah, when yeah. we talked about the girl who said that she had slept with um i i, th I think she said she slept with like a thousand men or some shit mm. I, I forgot one of these little rapper chicks um it was a while back oh vaguely i vaguely remember yeah but she put that out there and I was like, there's no fucking way you should be putting shit out there because it invites disrespect. It invites you to a space that you're not going to want to be in. And when it comes down to men disrespecting you, I can tell you a lot of shit that you can win over men with. You are not going to be able to disrespect a man in public worse than he can disrespect you in public. It, it, you're not going to be able to do it. You ain't going to be able to compete with him in, dis in disrespect. And yeah, I, I I agree. Like, trust me, I'm not disagreeing with you when you when, like. I'm not, we are on the, not, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. no I, I'm, I'm not refuting your point. I'm not refuting anything. That I know, you're but I wanted you to clarify one thing about what I said. Um, we're on the same page when you talk about uh, though, like how men feel about um, like how men view women that behave a certain way. Like, because we've had multiple discussions about that and I, I still stand behind like what I've said in those instances. Um, I just like feel differently. I, I think we, we feel differently on the subject regarding, um, I guess, my, no, I'm not even gonna say we feel differently. My, my main sticking point, I'll just say this, is that um, I feel like you know, she still deserves respect, number one. And number two, that, um, you know, just because of her raunchy behavior, that it's not an invitation to her body. And that men need to um, be careful in how they move because y'all already know y'all enemy of the state, number one. And then with this whole sex trafficking or, um, you know, uh, me too, y'all are the face of it already so you know um any anything that any behavior that you all engage in that is akin to it or can be associated with it um will be um 
labeled as you know assault and you know will be taken seriously by by the powers that be so what makes you think she she still deserves respect i believe all people deserve respect all people deserve respect yeah all people deserve respect and unless you've done something to someone personally that constitutes you know a situation where you don't like why like just because she um is raunchy i don't think that she that means that she doesn't deserve respect that she she's not deserving of respect because she's because she's raunchy and does all the nasty freaky things that she does i don't think that that means she doesn't deserve respect I don't think that because she is like that, that, you know, men should be like, you know, <laughs> um, treat her any less than a woman who doesn't engage in that behavior. Wow. I totally you disagree. disagree. I totally disagree. Clearly. Totally disagree. I can tell by your conversation. Um, Because women are going to have to get to a point to where we told the line on what's acceptable in society and what shouldn't be acceptable in society. Um, when it comes down to our image and mm -hmm. how people treat us, how we're viewed collectively, I don't want Suki Hana to be my representation. I want Suki Hana to be treated a certain way because I want to deter other young women from, from going down that same path. To me, when it comes down to being deserving of respect, to me, if you work in doing what you got to do, you handling your business, um, you ain't out here making all fucking black women look bad or putting a certain imagery on us. I think those types of women deserve respect. They deserve all the respect. I think hoes should be treated like hoes. You want to mm. act like a hoe? You get treated like a hoe. You need to understand oh. what comes with their territory because now when you have women that are working hard and busting their ass and you got a bitch that can just go and bust her ass on OnlyFans and she making mm -hmm. all this money, she'll actually sit around and think that she better than you because she's getting her bag an easier way. But she'll fuck around and think that she's better than you because she's able to get to a bigger bag while all fucking self-respect is lost. So, mm. no, I don't think they should be treated the same way that regular working, hardworking women are treated. Um, women that took the hard route, you if you decide to take an easy route and you understand what comes with that territory, then you need to be able to face the consequences of what comes with that territory. And when it comes down to um, women working hard and you got a hoe that can come along and actually receive better treatment because she a hoe. If they treating her equal, if, you, if they treating everybody equal, then we're going to all be treated the same. I don't think that's mm. cool. I don't think that's uh, cool. Mm. No. Yeah, I, I don't differentiate. Like, I'm not bothered by other women who um, are not of the same ilk as me being treated with I'm respect. Both. Um, me personally, but the, I will say this, I think that it's very dangerous for, um, you know, people to, um, 
try to set parameters as to who should be treated with respect because somebody may think that you shouldn't be treated with respect. Somebody oh, yeah. may think that like the way that you operate because of X, Y, Z that you shouldn't be treated with respect. Somebody may think that the way that I do X, Y, Z or because I'm a single mother, for example, that I shouldn't be treated with respect. So I do not engage in that type of behavior. I don't put those type of boundaries on people because I understand that we are not perfect. None of us, all of us seeing all of us fall short all of us are trying to be you know most of us that have any sense are trying to be better people every day or maybe not every day but little by little we're trying to be better people and i don't know what type of trauma the person that i meet on the street that may be prostituting and selling that tail and selling that thing and slinging that thing today that may be slinging crack rock today what type of trauma that person was exposed to i don't know what in their background drove them to that point so i am not passing judgment and saying because because they don't fit inside this box, because they're not operating under these certain parameters, they don't deserve respect. I just don't operate like that because I, I lead with empathy and I hope that you know one day that they will be better. But I feel like treating them with respect is the, the way that I that they'll get there. I, I believe that speaking to the kingship or queenship in somebody is the way that you try to bring them up. Speaking to them and saying, hey, black queen, you know, you can be better than that, you can do better than that that's the way to try to elevate them as opposed to not giving them the same respect that you would give somebody that is already operating in queenship queenship or kingship that's just my personal opinion i think when it comes down to queenship and kingship the people that deserve the queenship and kingship are, are far all often ignored um the little dark-skinned girl that's a nerd in class with the mismatch leave out gets Fucking treated worse than um the the girl in college. These two girls are in college. They gonna treat the uh woman that's dark skin with the um nappy leave out. They gonna treat her much worse than a girl that's on OnlyFans busting it wide open. Then when it comes down to a level of respect, when it comes down to society, I actually I'm gonna call bullshit on that too. I think we all place people in boxes. We all place people in classes. We it's uh, to me it's human nature. Um. To me, it's human nature. And then when it comes down to judging, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm just going to go out of my way looking to be disrespectful to somebody. But you can't expect me to hold have a, a higher level of respect for you than you have for yourself. And I think that's what's wrong with a lot of these chicks. A lot of these chicks have been able to get a bag, been able to get money um, and be and, and really been able to do some things for themselves. But they don't un they have to understand that other things come with that and you're not able to have it both ways um at one point when a hoe was a hoe the hoe was treated like a hoe and she was separated from society she wasn't brought into the middle of society and treated like everybody else i think that's what we're ha we're having a problem with now but then when it comes down to the imagery of black women then nobody everybody has something to say about how black women are treated in total but then when it comes down to people directly fucking up black women's image and um putting out certain imagery uh about black women then everybody well no they deserve respect too they deserve whatever whatever too no you have to understand what comes with the territory it would be a different story if be a totally different story if she wasn't as ratchet if she wasn't as wild suki hana has done some of the most no 
not some of Suki Hunter has done the most ratchet shit that I have seen on this internet and I'm 43 years old she's done the most ratchet shit that I've seen on the internet so then when it comes down to her I can't say she deserves the same level of respect that I would give somebody who um had to get their shit out the mud, who had to really work hard for that. And I do think that differentiations need to be made between those women. Um, even when it comes down to men, if you didn't sold crack and slung crack all over the fucking neighborhoods and you didn't became a millionaire, people will respect you because you even got the money, but we ain't talking about the lives and shit you didn't destroy. And, 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 and to me, it's it's ass backwards. It's ass backwards. Yeah. I, let me say this real quick. Um, see, this is why I keep being defensive because like we, like we have conflicting points and you keep saying, because everybody's saying everybody. So I'm thinking that you're talking to me because we do have conflicting points. And that's why I keep jumping in. Like I didn't say, because you just speaking in general and saying everybody, but I'm talking specifically to you about the points that we have that conflict. And that's what's throwing me off just so that you're aware why I keep jumping in, assuming that you're talking to me because I am speaking directly to you, but you're saying everybody everybody's saying so that's just kind of throwing me off but I'll let me say this so I didn't say that people don't put people in boxes what I said is that I'm not putting them inside of this box and inside of this parameter and saying that I'm going to relinquish respect unless they fit inside this box I'm not saying that people don't put people in classes and stuff like that yes that is human judgment and judging I judge people just like the next person I'm not saying I'm no better no different yeah, like, of course, but I'm, I just wanted to clarify that when I when you because you led with that. So I wasn't saying that I don't put or people don't put people in boxes. I was saying I'm not saying that if they don't fit inside this box, I'm going like respect should be relinquished. But when you also say that, you know, um, that, you know, she, respect um, that she shouldn't get the same type of respect as people who had to get it out the mud. Sukihana likely had to get it out the mud, too. A lot of people will. I'll say this. I, I don't know her whole backstory i know little bits and pieces but i'll say this i know people like i said that are sexually liberated that behave similar to sukihana they're a little older than sukihana so maybe they're a little bit more mature but i'm certain in their day they were doing the same exact i know since i've known them they've engaged in some of the same antics that sukihana has engaged in on a on on one level or another so and they've had to get it out the mud. And, um, you know, I think that like she may not be where she's going to necessarily end up. So just because I, you know, or somebody has had to get it out the mud and they got to their destination or they've been able to tap into their divine feminine earlier, or they've been able to become the woman that God has ordained them to be earlier, or they've been able to, you know, um, find their way or, or you know, find their, their life partner and become married and have children and settle down earlier than, you know, somebody who's still wayward and who's still out there and who still, you know, seems to be lost and still seems to be engaging in this, you know, bad or deplorable behavior that is negative, you know, negative and, and, and impacts our image. And I do have a problem with that. I, I absolutely hate that. But I still just feel like those people are deserving of respect. And I think that, you know, not treating them respectfully, not, um, you know, uh, leading with love and operating with love when we when we deal with them is is um going to push them further away it's going to push them further into an abyss whereas leading with love treating them fairly is going to likely be the way to bring them back into the fold i've seen this happen to people i've literally I, like i have two girlfriends that are 
that give me Sukihana <laughs> very much. You know what I mean? On one level or another, they are Sukihana. And literally, I like both of them. I've know I've known one for probably eight years, and I've known the other for. 15 years, maybe like 14, 15 years, and literally seeing her growth and evolution. She still has a problem when it comes to men, but seeing her growth and evolution as it relates to, you know, um, you know, her employment and how responsible she is and, and a lot of other character traits and her, her character development period as a whole, I can say she has grown tremendously. You know what I mean? But I think if people had shunned her and not led with love and said, you know, you're not worthy of respect or you're not deserving of respect, then she probably would have been lost in the sauce still, um, you know, hopping from couch to couch. I would say um, the problem is in today's society when it comes to leading with love um mm -hmm. the people that really deserve it ain't really getting it but when it comes down to um certain aspects and certain professions and you can lead with love and i i don't feel like you should go out of your way to be disrespectful to anybody i don't feel like you should go out of your way i'm saying my point is more so understanding what comes with the territory when you yeah. engage in certain behaviors, this is what comes with the territory. So you don't get to play victim. You don't get to play volunteering victim. Then when it really comes down to um, a lot of these women, um, a lot of these women will want to whore. They don't want to work hard. They want to get the easy money. They know that um, if I uh, take off my clothes and I could make $1,000 in a week, and I know that you got to go to work every fucking day of the month, to equi equivocate the same uh, amount of money, then it, it, it's like you don't get to be a victim and a volunteer. And mm -hmm. so when it comes down to bad things happening, mm -hmm. then I, I'm I'm kind of on the, the side of, well, when you sign up for certain fucking jobs, I have a, 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 a an administrative job. I'm probably mm -hmm. not going to be outside uh jackhammering um and 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 looking i'm not gonna be out there i know what comes with my job i know i gotta do a lot of fucking paperwork i know i'm gonna be at a fucking desk all day i know what i know what consequences come with my job so there's when a you, risk associated with certain jobs and they know the risk so if you go and you can log in and, and if you've worked as a hoe and you didn't talk to some hoes hoes would be the first to tell you um, the things that were associated, how they've been assaulted, how they've seen other chicks assaulted, um, how they've gotten into fights, all the ratchet shit that goes down at nightclubs. Hell, I was a bottle girl for five minutes. You know what got me up out of there quick? Child was working the VIP section and mm -hmm. one of those private room doors open and... I saw a girl in the VIP rooms, one of the waitresses up in there sucking dick. And I seen Coke on the damn um table. And well, I was dang. like, this, this is an environment that's too fast for me. This personally, this is an environment that's too fast for me. And I, I was just bringing out a bottle. Wasn't that, <laughs> nothing that deep. But that's my point is understanding what comes with certain territories if if you trying to be all this hot girl shit you trying to get all your little baby hairs and your long 36 inches of weave and you twerking all over the fucking place and you talking under niggas clothes too 
Yeah, that's what come with the territory, babe. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I feel you. I do want to say something real quick to Kit Clouds. Um, so I am a married woman and I'm making these arguments because, you know, I I um had these friends because before I became a married woman, number one. And number two, um, I'm an empath and my, the, the, my heart, I like, you know, I'm, I'm led by my heart, you know, and, um, the way that I operate did not change or you know, my mindset did not automatically change when I became a married woman. So me, you know, leading with love and, and, you know, um, feeling that people are deserving of respect. And, you know, a lot of the principles that make me who I am is why I became a wife. I have nothing. Oh, I ain't got nothing either. Huh? I ain't got nothing. You ready to get off into the topic topic? Are you still trying to talk about the topic? Because we ain't got long. Um, yeah, we can get off into it. Um, I do think that when it comes down to black women's masculinity, honey. Let's I blame what black about? fathers. Mm. Black fathers are responsible for black women's masculinity. Did we miss super chats? Because they, they oh, mad about let me let me go and read them, y'all. I am so sorry. Hold on, hold on, child. Uh oh, shout out to Juju. And Juju said, "Lyrics don't mean come and assault me." She say, "Hi, beautifuls. Thank you, thanks, Juju. Juju. Tell them." No lyrics combined with sucking dick on camera and throwing up on it and uh doing that all of that. Don't shit. mean coming assault me. It is an invitation. It's an invitation. No, it's not it's to commit invitation. a crime against me. Go to jail or get carried out in a body bag, fooling around. Yeah, I bet YK Osiris is still living and ain't in jail today. He just might. You don't know what that man fate gonna be. They literally are a lot like for like what I've noticed too is that police respond to public requests. Like literally, when the media, when there's a lot of public attention on something, they start looking into something quick. I've seen that happen to Krishan and um Blueface when they was fighting outside. Like literally, the police will hop on something when there's a lot of public attention surrounding it. So I won't be surprised if they start looking into it. I'll say that. I'm glad you brought up Krishan and Blueface. I'm so happy that you brought them up. What are your thoughts about how Erica came out and said, universe, do your thing. And then the next thing you know, Blueface was arrested. And then the next thing you know, Krishan Rock and Blueface were on middle of the stage performing a song together. Uh, what are your thoughts together. about that? Bobby and Whitney, baby, Bobby and Whitney. Is she deserving? She's deserving, or, or is Blueface deserving of respect? Um, 
I don't like blue face personally. No, no, however, no. however, I, I, that's just that was a side note. Um, is he deserving of respect? Yes, is he deserving of kingship? Are you gonna speak love into blue face? Do you see blue face as a victim the same way you would be honest? Yes, I would have to say the same thing for um blue face because he likely has undergone a lot his mama crazy so i don't know what kind of trauma blueface has also undergone literally when i think about Krishan and i like she i've heard bits and pieces of her story and the trauma that she's undergone blueface is not as revealing with his background but i'm certain that he's also undergone some trauma his mama is crazed his mama talks about his pain publicly something ain't right there so definitely um, not right but people will yeah. never see Blueface as a victim. And, and, I agree. And, people won't see him as a victim. Yeah. But we see the results of what's happening between him and Krishan. And people are not going to, going to look at Blueface as though Blueface would be that a victim in that situation. Um, because we see the results of what's happening with Krishan. So, interesting. Kid Clouds, don't act like you're new to this. I've been doing this for years and you know it. Come sit in mama bosom. <laughs> come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> I know you didn't rob the bank and kill 18 oh, people, no, baby. Lisa, but come on. <laughs> you deserve a hot meal and to be treated like a king. I also believe in people um having consequences for their actions, though, too. Like I so, but I don't feel like a fair consequence for you engaging in raunchy behavior is somebody committing a crime against you. Like I, I don't feel like that that is a fair consequence to you being raunchy. Would be a, a fair consequence would be people not viewing you as a role model, people saying, I don't want you performing in front of my kids. People saying, you know, people saying, you know, I, I'm not gonna bring, I'm not going to book you for this event because kids are going to be there. Consequences for your actions, I believe that in people having fair consequences for their actions. I just don't feel like a fair consequence is you not getting respect because you're not behaving in the parameters that I've set for. That's personally how I feel. It ain't even about, you know what though, Concrete? It's not what? about like parameters that I would necessarily set forth mm -hmm. um, because it's easy to not be a hoe. It's easy to not be a hoe. So easy, like so easy. Like all you have to do is just not open your legs. And mm -hmm. you could probably even talk crazy just a smidge, but you got to have some decorum about yourself. Um, Sukihana's behavior has just been on display any and every fucking where. And child, we yeah. is tired. I agree with I'm you. I'm tired of Krishan Rock. Um, mm -hmm. Do Krishan deserve respect to you? She ain't a whore. She ain't a whore, though. So what? why she can't get no respect? Um, The imagery that Krishan Rock Rock puts out uh toward younger black girls that look up to her this is the crazy shit me and curlin had this conversation last night and he said what percentage of women do you think would rather be in Krishan's shoes right now versus your shoes and he was talking about me oh and he said do you he said i think it's about 40 percent do you think it's lower or higher and that was some shit shit like that be pissing me off because i want to live in such a world that we do view women as respectable loving creatures i would love to live in a world like that mm -hmm. but the fact of the matter is 
you would have somebody that would rather be in that situation, rather be famous, walking around with a missing tooth, getting her <laughs> ass beat, being a nigga ass on stage, wilding out, yeah. drinking liquor, snoring cups. You have so many women that would much rather her position than a position like yours. And so I when agree. it starts to get down to that, it's a hurtful thing. And to be honest with you, I was like, oh, <clears throat> let me say how I said, babe, I only think it's like 35% of women that's like that. I said, but you do have like higher tiers of hold'em. And I said, now, if they could do like some Ari shit, if they can get to a situation where Ari is a rapper's baby mama and she ain't really got quote unquote a whole lot of shit going on, they would love to do and to be in those type of positions. But yeah. I don't see Ari as a respectable young lady. Quote unquote. Yeah. Now, I don't think Ari's a hoe. I don't necessarily just see her as a respectable young lady, mm. but there are women that <sighs> would much rather her positions than they would a, a good old regular working, hard working woman. And I, I agree, especially young women. But I will say, I think that you're very hard on women. Like, I feel like you're very hard on women. Like, I think I'm very, very hard on humans, period. No, I think you're very hard on women. Like, you always take a very hard stance. Like, I feel like you just are very, like, you view women in a very negative light. I like, view whores. Very I view whores in a very negative light. No. I view whores. We ain't just talking very... about whores. We just talked about two other women that ain't even whores, and you don't necessarily have positive. Um, when them. it comes down to certain aspects of our culture, to where I think certain aspects of our culture is totally ruined, um, and the way I was raised. And I wasn't raised in a happy-go-lucky. I had a, a grandma that was pretty hard on me. Right. But when it comes down to women, um, women live in a fucking world of delusion. And I don't think that you get to be, to me, you don't get to play the victim. To me, there should be a distinct uh, difference between a woman putting herself in a situation where she, where there's a likelihood of some shit happening versus a woman that hasn't put herself in a situation and some shit happens to her. I think there should be a total difference in how we look at those situations. And when it comes down to being hard on women, I think because we've lived in delusion for so fucking long, and everybody's just walking around in this world of delusion and afraid to smell their own shit, then, yeah, that does uh, tend to make me, bitch, look, bitch, wake the fuck up. Yeah, because I think it's urgent. I think we're at a place now to where yeah. I, I predict that the violence against us is going to be something serious. I don't think women foresee what's coming down the pipeline. I think it's about to be a really, really dangerous world. And if you're behaving better, can maybe may prevent something from happening to you, then I want you women to do be as best as they can. Then when it comes down to um, working hard and then telling your daughters to work hard and you can achieve anything you want, all you got to do is work hard and you got a bitch next to her that all she's doing is showing a nipple and she making hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're sitting here trying to invoke this respectability politics into your children and you got somebody on the other side of them doing something totally different and it's making it. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to competing against that, I have to be a stronger voice to my people 
than the hoes. And I think the hoes right now have a stronger voice, which is why all of our women would rather much would ra much rather be a hoe than a, a, a good old hard working regular old woman. And that's why yeah. I have like um that's why I'm harder on women. I actually think I'm harder on everybody um when it comes down to it because if we sat here and talked about dope boys and shit, I would run their ass in the ground too. Yeah, probably. I, I was, I was directly. But that's a specific sect of women. Whereas, I mean, of men. Whereas, you're more harder on women in general. Like you typically. I, no, I, can, like, I think I'm hard on on everybody when it comes mm -hmm. down to. Like uh, oftentimes when we take it when we have a discussion, I can almost like bet what side you're going to be on if it's something about women because. Yeah, but I would out. say, but if, if I said that you were too easy on women or you were too yeah. coddling of women, I would, I would say, I could see why you would say that. Like, I'm not surprised that you would say that. Like, I wouldn't. No, be, I, um, but, but, but to be honest, to be mm -hmm. honest, I think when you have, when we, when we, we have very different worldviews. Yes, very. Certain things that I've gone through mm -hmm. as a girl we didn't go through the same things as women. So yeah. when it comes down to, to women and the things that I've been through with women, I don't think you've been through the same things that I've been through with women. And, and I think that that's why, like to be completely yeah. honest, I already know that that's why. Like I wasn't, I wasn't saying it from a place of like, I don't know, like I already knew that that's why. Yeah, I bet. But I, I still don't think, like, I think it comes down to, whatever we're talking about um as it pertains to conversations because if we're talking about certain aspects of like we're talking about a player or whatever i would be hard on his ass and i you know my motto was the dog that nigga yeah you'll go in on the on the men. so you to me it's a certain give it to them. I'm saying that you won't like give it yeah to but them. if you're talking about a woman like ari or jada wait i don't think jada is as bad as ari uh Ari's mouth is reckless and I go off a of shit that Ari puts out on social media so to me Ari isn't necessarily a respectable character to me Jada would be a more respectable character but yeah. if you're talking about like a Suki Hana um or little Kim back in the day or Nicki Minaj yeah I'm probably gonna be harder because there are certain aspects of our culture that we talk about, that we say that we have so many fucking problems with when it comes mm -hmm. down to the protection of young girls and especially yeah. young black women. Right. You'll have a woman that say they that they have black women's back, but then she turns around and marries a fucking man that actually assaulted a black woman. So and I ain't even mad at that. Like I like real talk, like that, I ain't mad at that. And even even you taking a strong stance against Suki's behavior. Like I, like I told you, when you first brought up Suki, I would, I recoiled because I said, Oh my God, like ugh, the things that I heard about her engaging in. And I still feel that same way. I just simply don't feel like she deserved to be assaulted. That's my only bone of contention, but I still, you know, like I think that you taking a hard stance against somebody that's engaging in behavior that is detrimental to black women's image is like, I'm there with you. Like when you, when it comes to that, I, I think that you are 100% right in that because we already are struggling as a community. We don't like, that is so harmful to us. So I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I was just making a general overall observation. So then I want you to give me a specific example of a woman that you think I may have been hard on who probably didn't deserve it like that. 
Like pick me. somebody. Bitch. <laughs> Look, don't <laughs> you are <laughs> Danny. <laughs> I'm not about to play. <laughs> I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> I'm not like <laughs> I'm not about well, to play I'm with you. I'm some pumpkin. I shall we. I didn't mean that. I just be an old bitch. You know. I ain't had none in a day and a half. It just brings out the worst. Well, I am me. a woman. I shall so. we. I shall shall we. Anyways. Just a mean old bitch. Chat. I need to stop go, being a bitch. Go on and read the super chats because we're not about to do this. Now, you've been really sweet to me. I have to say. I was like, oh, my friend. Like. You've been very, very I'm sweet. I'm a fucking sweetheart. This week, you've been like, Carlin been treating my girl good over there. Because <laughs> she's been so sweet to me. Motherfucking nappy and I need to take her down. <laughs> Baby, I can't hardly comb through it good. Don't, don't fucking go, come on the comments talking shit either. Go ahead. Because they super chat and talking smack. Okay. Shout out to Koja Malik. Shout out to you, Koja girl. Where you been, girl? She said, they don't have to respect. Just keep your paws off them. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I can't I can't dis dispute that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, child. Shout out to Gabe A. He says, YK is nobody to target. He's the Edward Anderson of the <laughs> rap industry. You know, um, I'll be trying to imitate Gabe's voice. I didn't do a good job. Um, he said everyone teases and bullies him. I mean, they say uh, YK is like a pass around to the industry dudes. They've been busting him all in the back. I heard he was slow. Slow. He probably is. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. Um, he says shaming works when everyone is on one accord. Okay. But this is America. We see what happens when there is no shame. What I ain't against shame. Regards to that, I ain't against shame. To be You're honest, not. like I know, really, I'm. <laughs> the thing is, I think it works in some in some instances. Like I think that okay, so this is how I think shame works. I think that the community has to be on one accord for shame to work. Like like we talked about, like ideally, if you could um, have your own model communities where everybody you got like minded people together. See, I think in those instances, like public shame would work because you got people that are supposed to be like minded working together, operating together. So in those instances, I think that shame could, could be a good tool. Okay. Okay. Um, Mictel, I think that's a great point. And I think we should shame the hoes. Maybe we can shame them up out of the lifestyle. Maybe. Oh, but Mictel, that means you got to stop using them. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mictel Universe again. He says, Rose, did you not say a few weeks ago that a random black woman acting ratchet is still a reflection of you? If you don't believe in imagery, if you believe imagery don't matter, I refer you to birth of a nation. Mm. I never once said imagery mm. don't matter. I never once said her impacting our image doesn't matter. I just said that she still deserves respect. And I said that black women acting ratchet is a reflection of us oh. per the mister. 
But um, I still feel that way that, you know, no matter because we're looked upon as a monolith and it ain't my choosing. I didn't choose that a black woman acting a fool, uh, you know, 3000 miles away from here is a reflection of me. Society make deems that so. Um, so there's that. But I, I do believe that, in you know, that imagery matters and that image does impact black women and someone putting a negative image out there does impact the image of all black women, no matter how, um, you know, uh, well to do, how, how well behaved, how educated and articulate we are. A Sukihana is still going to be a reflection of us. And I do believe that. I just said she deserves respect. That's it. Oh, okay. Um, thank you so much for that, Big Tell Universe. Um, a shout out to Mr. Rideau. He said the, well, that's them mindset has been the most destructive to our community. Um, Mr. Rideau, um, I, I, I think that's a very interesting point that you guys make. But then when it comes down to creating um, a strong Black community, um, I do believe some people are going to have to be left behind on the island and they're going to have to swim their way to the other side. Um, but I want to know your thought process on um, building a good black nation. Are all the holes going to be able to go if we was building mm. a good black nation? Yeah, that's a good question. Can the holes come? Now, we've talked about like certain people who couldn't come. We said like those who... Um, uh, offend children that you know those who commit crimes against children you know, you know we've, we've talked about a few people who we said absolutely cannot come but can the hoes come can the hoes come can the hoes come the men want the hoes to come that's a good question even for myself i don't know about that i gotta i gotta ponder on that can i the mean they deserve come? the queen treatment i said that they deserve respect. I ain't say they could come you up in my house. You gotta speak to the I queen. I say I'm bringing them with me. I say I say they coming with me. <laughs> they deserve respect over yonder, though. Oh, oh lead them over yonder. <laughs> Concrete. You got to lay out respect the red them from afar. Mm -mm. Stay over there. Uh oh. Shout out to Black Wizard. Mm -hmm. He says helping C Rose because it's hard to watch her struggle. Well, thank you. People deserve respect because every individual has great power. It can be used to harm or help. Seeing the good in them and honoring it help th helps them realize that yeah. themselves. No, them no, no. Listen, what if somebody said that about Whitney? Like, what is like some of the people who have given us some of the greatest gifts, you know, their their voice or you know, some of the people who like literally, what if some of the what if people said that like, oh, crazy people, you know, back in the day they used to institutionalize crazy people and they would put them in like under the hospitals. Like, have you ever visited one of them? I know, like, it's like, bad to laugh at it, just made me no, but just, like, I'm not what if you know they said like Albert Einstein, something was wrong with him? Like, what if some of our most some of our most brilliant minds, we said they don't deserve to be respected because they're eccentric, whatever type of eccentric, because in different centuries, different behaviors were considered to be um, so taboo that extreme measures would have been taken to, to, to ostracize those people. So that's why it's dangerous to, like literally you could be preventing somebody from harnessing those powers. And a lot of people, even, ooh, Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou was a prostitute. 
Maya Angelou was a prostitute. She didn't come into her power. Like, I think there's rumor that Big O was one too. So like, literally, if we ostracize certain people, if we ostracize people, we don't know who we are preventing from tapping into their greatness. Bullshit. I can't stand your <laughs> Bullshit. Um, I'm gonna tell shout out to Kit Klaus for this damn cash app, buddy, buddy, because I was finna get forget it again. But shout out to you for that goddamn cash. You want one? Thank you, brother. Um, I'm gonna call bullshit because what helps people to realize their greatness um is this thing called rock bottom. I can't mm -hmm. speak love into you, or I can speak love into you, but if you're desire for something else is greater than the love that i speak to you i ain't about to sit here and waste my goddamn oh you're you're a beautiful black queen mama even though you was a crack fiend mama oh mama. you always was a black queen mama what pox say um but then when you really think about the effects of so if if it was like suki hana wasn't hurting nobody but herself we wouldn't really have a whole lot to talk about but people look at imagery and see these women and see that all the money and success that they've been able to amass and think it's just that easy and a lot of them fall into that rabbit hole um, no, I, I don't think you can speak love into those people. I think you need to tell them that you own some bullshit. This shit is ratchet. It's ghetto. It's fucked up. Um, you need your ass beat. You didn't went to school. I remember when you used to do this and this is the type of shit you want, bitch, something going to happen to you out here. Get your ass off this fucking street for some bad happen to you. That's how you need to talk hard. to them, bitch. That's how you need to talk hard on the queens. Y'all hard on the queens. Hard on them. I think, yeah, that, that, yeah, because when you, I think love should be reserved for people who, who's doing things and, and working their ass off to get it. When you decide to take the easy way out, I don't think you deserve everything that comes with the shit that everybody else had to work for. You take the easy way out, you understand the shit come with it. But when you hit a level of rock bottomness, and you understand that there ain't no fucking coming back and you can't come up from this shit and you decide to make a change, you will become a changed person when you hit rock bottom, but you ain't going to be able to love somebody off a of crack. You ain't going to be able to love somebody off a of cocaine. You ain't going to be able to love somebody Listen. off a of weed. You ain't going to be able to love somebody off because of they're using. Do you, you stop loving them because no. they selling that thing? Because they selling, because they smoking crack? Because they selling crack? No. Like, come on. Like, you don't stop I've loving them because of that. Loved, you love them in I've spite of it. I've always loved my mother. I've always loved my mother. But I went through a whole lot of traumatic shit due to her actions. Right. There right. was a point in time where I would not speak love into her because that didn't work. Um you can love somebody and i can tell you i love you but if you're still choosing to engage in certain behaviors i can't love you more than you love you you ain't speaking no love into your goddamn self but you got to get to a certain point to where you don't want to be a part of that behavior anymore and then that's when real change happens but me trying to love you through and love you about no no i'm not saying that like first of all like I, my love for you 
I can love you in spite of whatever your flaws are, in spite of you being a prostitute, in spite of you yeah. being a ratchet, in spite of you being raunchy, and in spite of you having sex in public, and in spite of you being a thought, sleeping with different men, in spite of you endangering yourself, in spite of you doing all kind of, you know, crazy, engaging in all kind of sexually could explicit you love a friend things. That your, if, if a friend fucked your husband, could you love her through that? No, because that's betrayal. And that's something that she's done to me personally. Even if my friend is sleeping with other people's men, I'm going to um, back away from the friendship. Because you're like, that's a character. That's a character flaw. She don't deserve your love. That doesn't mean that I'll still love her. But we can't make we can't be friends like we won't maintain a friendship I, like my most of my friends I've been friends with for a very long time. So I still will I'll, I'll always have love for them, but we're, we won't maintain a friendship. Oh, OK. So but you would speak if she was fucking married me and you would be like, no, honey. No, you don't don't play like you already know, you know me, you know, that ain't how I'm going to speak to her. Don't play with me. Anyways, you gotta I'm speak a, love I'm let her know. <laughs> I'ma let her know about herself. But when I say I always love her, if I saw her in the streets, I would still hug her, like, hey, how you doing? You know, how's it going? And I would be cordial to her, but we ain't you ain't coming over to the house, we ain't hanging out, we ain't going to brunch, we ain't kikiing. What about weird. your whole friends? What about them? The same. The same what? I thought you was asking the question about a whole friend. Yeah, I'm saying like with your whole friends and you still speaking love into them. Well, how you, you ain't been able to love them away from that lifestyle? No, um, they enjoy what they do. Um, they're sexually liberated and you know they enjoy what they do, so they don't want to change. Like I'm not and I, I'm not trying to change them. Well, that would be like I like I, there's my way and the way that I live my life is not the only way that one can live. Like I'm not, I don't have conversations with them. Like, girl, you need to straighten up and get your life right with the creator. Like, that's not what we're talking about. I'm not that's trying not to change ministry. who they are. I used to be like, oh, I think that like I used to try to pick their brain, like. Cause I wanted to know what's driving you to engage in these types of behaviors. So we would have conversations like that, but we talked about a myriad of things. I was never trying to, I've never tried to change their behavior. I don't believe in that. No, I, I, I've had some whole friends and. Did you love them? Yeah, I did. Okay. They were uh fun, but. You respected them? Mine's too. They are, oh, they the All it is, is, um, Fun, but I'm a toxic friend. So if I think you want some bullshit, I don't have a problem with letting you know that you're on some bullshit and the standards that I have set forth for myself and the shit that the people that I want to be associated with. So if you go too far out of pocket on some shit, I always will be like, bitch, am I next? If I see you doing some real life fuck shit, oh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I must be next. Yeah. Um, certain things I don't feel like you should just let slip past because I have a love for you. If I have a love for you, a, a lot of times I'm gonna try to talk some sense into your crazy ass if I if I love you. And then when it comes down to willfully being dangerous and willfully putting yourself into situations, then I have to kind of this is the thing though. Now, 
nowadays I'm fucking busy. I don't have time to be involved in everybody's business and what's the happenings yeah. and shit like that. So if one of my friends does some whole shit, girl, I just suck 18 dicks today. Bitch, are you crazy? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna talk reckless to them because I'm like, I don't get that, especially if I know where we come from, our backgrounds, what our folks have had to go. But through. before you were married, family. you you were okay with them doing those no, types of because oh. if if certain things were too dangerous or too out of pocket, I'm really looking at you with the side eye because I feel like once you get past a certain age, you're supposed to mature as a woman. And mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I think marriage has matured me in more ways than one, but having a child matured me um, and then getting married has matured me also. But um, even when I wasn't married and didn't have a child, it was like certain levels of things I don't want to be associated with. Cause then I ain't on that type yeah. of time. So I agree. certain things. Yeah. I would have to have something to say, or uh, yeah, certain things, chicks i would cut off if you do some wild shit if you doing something that's too wild that i wouldn't be able to manage or maintain or have any i don't even know if it's control but certain things i'm not gonna be able to pat you on your ass and tell you everything's gonna be okay no i'm gonna be like bitch are you out of your i'm gonna cuss your ass out and i'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know like you want some wild yeah shit. like that's too too much i never like, had yeah. a problem telling my friends that like for, like if something was dangerous and i'm like no nah, that's too um you know, like you towing the line or you playing with fire so stuff like that but my friends like my both of my friends that are sexually liberated i've um had like like knockdown drag outs like you know we didn't speak for a significant period of time like one yeah. of them really that significant period of time because i told her about herself like i i'm not gonna hold my tongue because i respect like because i love and respect you i can love and respect you and that still mean i'm still gonna be me i'm still gonna tell you you wrong you dead wrong i don't agree with, you know whatever like if you doing something you moving foul i'm i can still call it out because i love and respect i'm calling it out because i love and respect you yeah um but i've noticed you know if it's like friends that I can't sometimes be honest with because chicks get really, really offended and chicks tend to be more sensitive than my male friends. Um, yeah. But my male friends are pretty much cut and dry. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And I should mostly call them associates because I really got Colonel, my friend. That's my friend. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't have like a whole slew of male, male friends. Oh, she got yeah. male friends. No, yeah. I don't have any male, male friends. I had one in my life and that was a long time ago, but yeah, I think that, yeah, I'm okay with, um, you know, having friends that are sexually liberate. And, and I will say my friendships with most of my single friends has changed since I've been married, since I've been in a relationship really. Cause I can't like, I ain't going out late night. Like we, we, you know, I ain't going to the club with you. I ain't, you know what I mean? Hanging out late with you. We ain't going, we ain't going to hookah lounges and I'm not doing those things. So no, you know, you're we'll, not going to be able to live your life as a single woman. Nah. And one of the things that I had to come to come to the con conclusion of myself, I hung out one day. Maybe I had me a time. I really did. But now I try, I'm not going to say that I won't ever hang out with my single friends, but I try to hang out with things that are conducive to my quote unquote community mm -hmm. and um, engage with stuff like that. So yeah. if it's a group of married women hanging out, I'll probably go see, you know, um, what the haps is and mm -hmm. couples things. And, you know, we do a lot of couple shit. 
Okay. You know, William Swing. You know, we I never do. Nigga. We I know never do couples couples things. <laughs> like, Let me we know, never girl. Me and Carlin outside. Um, but yeah, so we'll do couples things. So I'd be more engaged in behavior like that versus just really kicking it with my homegirls. And, you know, um, we, I ain't been to the strip club. I was supposed to went to the strip club for brunch. I, it rained. And it, <laughs> they say them wings. Baby, I'm going, I'm going to get me some of them damn wings mm-hmm. for it's over with, child. Let us miss a show mm-hmm. on Sunday. See what happens. I'm mm-hmm. going to the club. So I'm getting <laughs> but. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's about it. Hold on. Let me get the rest of the super chats out the way. Thank you so much, Black Wizard. And shout out to Marble318. He says, your criticism is much appreciated, SG. It will help towards the future. 100. Um, Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> and shout out to Black Wizard again. Thank you so much, Black Wizard. He said, that doesn't necessarily mean people are required to respect you if you don't recognize the great potential you have and honor that yourself. It's not reasonable to expect others to do it for you. Um, Black Wizard, I think that's a great point. I agree. Um, yeah. No one's required to respect anybody. I just said, you know, I respect, <laughs> I believe in respecting, you know, all people and giving people respect, but no one is required to respect pe- anybody, you know, even a person who's acting respectable might not get respect from somebody. So yeah, that's not a requirement. Okay. Shout out to Eugene Steele. Thank you so much, Eugene. He says, people who show respect deserve respect. I like that, Eugene, and I'm not mad at that. Like, if Suki Kana was nice to me, I would probably be nice back. But if we got into some real shit, I'm going to be like, now, bitch, you <laughs> was the one doing this. What the fuck? You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be, um, I'm not going to go out of my way to be a bitch to people. But when it comes down to really rolling out the red carpet for you, I'd probably be more apt to do it for somebody else who I feel like is more deserving of that is mm. my thing. Uh, there's some separation to be had with me. Um, yeah. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, Black Pill question. <clears throat> A degenerate of the community deletes themselves because they can't handle the shame, good or bad. I say good. The trash taking themselves out. MGTOW. Don't sit there freaking blinking. That's horrible. That's somebody's son, possibly somebody's father. We don't know what his potential might have been if he had lived to see his potential. That's not good. Y'all dark. Shout out to Black Wizard. Let me say it in my soft voice. Respecting someone doesn't guarantee a turnaround. You do it because you love them, recognize their goodness, and want to see better for them. That doesn't mean you keep the relationship when they continue bad behavior. Love and let go. Now that's the, that's that that came from a gentleman right there. That's a gentleman Sometimes right there. Sometimes I, like I really that. like Black Wizard. Other times, baby, he be trolling me to no end, driving me up a wall. 
Shout out to Aunt T. Aunt T, what's up? Good, good afternoon. Good evening. Um, he said, "Peace, ladies. Great show, Aunt T. I've been catching you in the morning sometimes, child. When Curtin will let me out the bed, honey. You know, <laughs> sometimes I don't get let out." I catch you mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, shout out to Black Wizard again. He says unconditional love does not mean you have an unconditional relationship. Um, I think I love agree. is conditional with most. I think so too. Uh, I think so too. Love is conditional. We don't have a gate for love. We there's always conditions. Excellent. Um, shout out to Auntie. He said single friends are supposed to be uncomfortable around couples single friends and her single friends are supposed to get his single friends and her single friends are supposed to get together problem solved yeah i i think um we've had environments where we've had you know different people um come through and you know if somebody's single then it's cool but yeah. uh yeah no no Nick, tell, yeah. you want to my piano. single friends aren't uncomfortable i just don't hang see them as much because what we our regular hangout was like clubs lounges stuff like that and i don't go out late like that concrete migtow mm -hmm. said he want a panna no i gotta go oh well she has spoken it don't mm -hmm. be me Concrete, what else you got, girl? This is good. This is a really good um, It was. We ended up talking about something completely different, but I still think that it was good. I, you know, I, I just want to say real quick, like, I just, I don't think that somebody engaging in bad behavior is indicative that, like, I, I don't believe in just because somebody is engaging in unsavory behavior at the moment means that we should throw them away means that we should throw them to the wolves mean that means that we should give up on them means that we should treat them unkindly or you know any different than we should treat um people that you know aren't doing the same and i think that the person that's engaging in that behavior might be the person that needs you the most that might be the person that like if you're gonna bypass that person for and roll out the red carpet for someone else who you deem as being more respectable so you're going to treat them with respect and give them favor and give them grace the person that is engaging in the unsavory behavior is likely the person who needs the most grace, who needs favor, who is likely in desperate need of, you know, respect and pulling up and a little bit of, um, you know, love and tenderness. What you think? Interesting. I think that, um, little girls who get mistreated and overlooked by society and nobody's paying them no attention i think they need all the love that they can get um people that been thrown to by the wayside i think they need all the love that they can get when you are actively choosing to engage for a quick buck and you feel like you shouldn't have to work your ass off like everybody else and you choose to be mm -hmm. in certain situations and choose to engage in certain professions then mm -hmm. to me i do think there needs to be a harsh separation from it because i think it's done more 
damage to our society, then it's done good. And I think when we start to make those separations, then we'll start to see some results. But as long as we have um, everybody still being good to them, mm -hmm. um, I don't think they would have an incentive to quit. And I think that's more so what I would be trying to get mm. them to do is have an incentive to quit because I, I don't want to um, pour all my love and I, baby, this love. So, oh, it's so good. So good. I mm -hmm. don't want to pour and give energy and give myself to people who don't really have it to give to themselves or mm -hmm. don't care to give it to themselves, but more of people who um, may really be in a bad situation and really in a bad way and is still choosing to do the right thing. I think they deserve all my respect, yeah. all my love, all my kindness. Not saying that I would go out of my way to mistreat anybody. I'm not going yeah, to go yeah, out yeah. of my way to mistreat anybody. For sure. But um, when it comes down to um, if I had to choose between two people, um, I'm not the, the glitz and glams. That shit don't do nothing for me. And I always be, you know, like what's on the other side of that. Um, Cause you know, like a uh, whole culture is glamorous now. It's, it's glamorous. Oh, that's what you mean by glitz and glam. Okay. I yeah. Whole culture. Okay. Is, uh, it's, it's glamorous now. And so I'm not going to go for the sparkly shiny thing. I'm going to go mm -hmm. where I feel like I'm really needed and do the, try to okay. do the work for those people. But um, yeah. yeah. You know and I, I wish people would stand up for regular women. Mm. Um, the same way they stand up for the hoes. I do understand that because it's hard, especially in a society where the pressure to, you know, give in to thoughtism is so strong. But yeah. the surprising thing is, I've, I've said on here a couple times how I volunteered before <clears throat> at a um, shelter that was for women who were trafficked here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And um, hearing some of their stories, and like, well, not hearing, they have them. Um, um, on like a billboard, uh, not a billboard, uh, um, a, oh my gosh, a board when you go into um, the uh, director's office and stuff, like some of the stories of some of the girls. Um, and you'd be surprised though, that a lot of the women that are wayward that, you know, do come from these broken homes and stuff, that is, the those are the women who get into you know, over sexual, the women who were looked over, the women who were, you know, ostracized, the women who were, um, you know, you know, thrown by the wayside are the women, a lot of the women who you find that find themselves in this life through one avenue or another. Um, and um, that's why I probably have so much grace and empathy because I am leading with the mindset of I don't know their story and what if it's the what if it's worse than I could imagine, and you know to each their own. But um, like and I, I like you're like you have some wonderfully solid points and that I cannot disagree with, and especially well, let me just ask you, mm -hmm. let me ask you this. I think there's a difference, even in the aspect that you're talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. But the culture that we're having um, and the people that are starting to engage in a lot of unsavory behavior 
uh, are people, a lot of people haven't gone through traumas and have experienced traumas, but looking at it as a way to make a quick buck. Mm -hmm. And when we start to quote unquote condone, and I'm not saying me and you, I'm saying when society right. starts to condone certain behaviors and this shit becomes mainstream, now everybody got a fucking OnlyFans and we're trying to tell girls to work hard and she looking across like for, for fucking what? You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, it's stuff like that that I feel like it's kind of more important to get to, to really get down to. And then really getting to our young girls and really, really talking to them and mm -hmm. really showing them the results of what this is and what comes with their territory and really driving that shit home. Because I think as long as it continues to be glamorized, you're going to have more and more people engage in that. And the only way out is uh, a lot of times hitting a rock bottom or really um, ending yeah. up going through traumas, unnecessary traumas that you didn't have to go through. So that's kind of where I'd be at. With it. But Shout out yeah. to Juju. She says, great stream, ladies. Thank you, Juju. Thank you, Juju. And so shout out to there. I said it. He says, this is wrong thinking. Giving Day Day and Sharkeisha a parole party, but giving it, but ignoring decent, solid men and women at the graduation is problematic at best. I have to respond to this because I'm seeing a lot of comments that are akin to this um in the chat and um y'all act like y'all remedial like i said respect and y'all literally are going all over the place with these extremes as if i'm celebrating degeneracy oh something wrong with women thinking that uh, yeah this is what's wrong with black women now they they promoting degeneracy and celebrating and da, 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 making up all type of false narratives and i've literally said at least 20 times throughout this stream that I'm strictly talking about respect, that I'm strictly talking about her not being assaulted. Like, where do y'all be? What do y'all be listening to? What bus did y'all ride when y'all went to school? God damn. Go ahead, sorry. They, 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 they read the comments. That's all they keep saying. Like, I, I said nothing about any of that. Like, y'all are going to extremes. I literally said respect. That's it. Not parole parties, not celebrating degeneracy, not, uh, you know, giving them $1,000 when they come home from prison and, and putting them on some new L1s and none of that. Stop. But you will call them a king. You're going to be like, go ahead, king. I know you just fresh out, king. I do believe in speaking to that's simple. That's, that's language. That's simply language. And I Go do ahead, believe in I know you to, to people and sold all the dope <laughs> Listen, listen I wife. do believe in. So, <laughs> that's not something that I'm just walking up to any thug on the street with his pants hanging below his tail and a red do rag hanging out of his pocket to let me know he a crip talking to. Come on, like y'all be doing the most. I'm gonna need I'm you to get out of the. I'm gonna need you to get out of the early 2000s and come to the <laughs> with you. No. I mean, that's what I'm imagining. Y'all act like I'm in the midst of South Central talking to a roller sixties crip or something, and I'm just calling him Kane. Like I'm talking about if I'm in conversation with somebody. And I'm building with somebody. I'm building.
building with somebody in order to you know speak to someone's higher self i will refer to him as king you can do better than that and i'm generally talking to young adults like younger people who i'm trying to motivate not you old fools who washed up and and, and ain't you know worth a damn it's it's over for y'all Y'all ask for it. Oh, child. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, you can respect the person and not condone their behavior. Respect like love is our birthright. Fight me. Oh, Black Wizard. Listen, tonight, you you on point. Anyway. This was a good show. It was a really good show. It was a really good discussion. Um, shout out to everybody who came in the chat, child. Y'all never disappoint, Haney. Y'all never disappoint ever. <laughs> um, right now, I we're looking for somebody who has experience in finances, meaning you can count past the three hundred dollars that get direct deposit from your job. <laughs> <laughs> They like Meaning. I got experience in finances. I get I get to count my food stamps every month when they come on the night. But if you selling them, <laughs> let me know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're looking for somebody that is good in finance. If y'all see savings minus debt, sell him to email to breakdown. I'm trying to get him on the show. That would be good. Um, but we're looking for somebody that's good in finance, preferably a man. And yeah, that would be really good to talk about. Um, child, I I would, but I don't want her in concrete. Baby, no. And then I, you know, I... y'all think I'm loud now. Wow, bro. Wow. That nigga said hashtag GPT. Baby, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I am I really done. don't think we need it, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, we may not, but um, yeah, that would be it would be good to have. Um, so shout out to everybody that came through. Thank you so yeah. thank you guys so much, especially to the people that super chatted us and shout out yeah. to Kit Clouds for the cash app. She sent us two. Appreciate them, you. That was good. Um, but yeah, shout out to y'all. Um, what we got coming up next week, child? We're going to be here Sunday. Um, we got a couple things that we're working on. So stay tuned because as always, we're working behind the scenes to bring you the most interesting and exciting content because that's what we do. So, yeah. Okay. And, and yeah, we got some shit coming down the pipeline, child. I've been coming up with... Girl, Listen. the lab has been open. Honey, mm -hmm. the lab been open. Um, we actually need a meeting. As a matter of fact, that man said, "Ask for one Juju. of her Africans, baby." I sure will. <laughs> I can't stand these fools. You know Thank I will. You, so be, somebody was like, uh, "Would you become cool with Pearl again?" I was like, "Would you like, become cool?" With Pearl? I was like, "It wasn't never nothing personal. It ain't like I really don't like the bitch." Danny, but, Danny, you know she, you know, different than me. Baby, it's up and it's stuck with me. It's stuck. <laughs> it's over with. If, if it's beef, it's beef forever. Forever. No amount of money could buy you. Huh? No amount of money could buy oh. you. Mm -mm. 
Good job. Hell no. Okay. Okay. Not at all. I don't even be interested in the conversation about it. But anyway. Now, if Pearl says she won't like fifteen thousand. She'll pay fifteen thousand. Talk, baby. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't even know. Um, if Pearl came with a check, I'm a user for F Pearl and her check. She's gonna be like, I said fifteen thousand, but I didn't tell you I was taking ninety percent of it. <laughs> monster. That part. Okay. 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 But shout out to everybody who came through, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, turn on your notification bell. We're going to be back on Sunday with an awesome show, probably before Sunday. I hope before Sunday. Oh, I want y'all to go out and celebrate your blackness this weekend. Ooh. We have a Juneteenth coming up. I want to see those damn dashikis in motion. <laughs> I want to see so many. Let's see dashikis. your red, black, and green, Honey. your dashikis, your fists. Like, let's see Do it. not let these white people outdo y'all ass like they did last year. They celebrated Juneteenth harder than y'all. They I'm already up. taking over the celebration, putting white people on posters and stuff. But I listen, I ain't going to say nothing. Go ahead on. Do, do what you can. Do not let these white folks out celebrate y'all for y'all holiday. You know, we got a bunch of cool services up in here. They're like, we're not celebrating better look like Africa in this damn chat. That's all I'm going to mm -hmm. say. It better look like damn Africa in this chat. Look at I Kid Clouds. <laughs> I can't stand this. Y'all know y'all some self-hating Negroes. Where Dr. Oh, Umar <laughs> Self-hating Negroes. That nigga said, I'm working. I'm not hanging with niggas. Oh, my God. Y'all y'all so self-hating. Ooh, ooh. He going to be over there drinking beer with his Becky. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, I'm done with you, Negroes. Me and oh, the Mr. gonna put on the Juneteenth uh show. Mike, come on and, and kick it. You gonna wear a dashiki on Juneteenth? We should do Can dashiki Sundays. I I wear a dashiki. Dashiki ain't gonna be flattering on me. My shoulders gonna just look broad and you won't be able to see none of my skin. Like it ain't gonna look cute. Um, I'm I I I'm not gonna wear one because it ain't gonna have no titties out. And, and you know, <laughs> can I cut it down? You know how we used to do our t-shirt. <laughs> and I already look strong, according to some of you niggas that be in them other chats talking about. That, that mean they got weak like ass and shoulders. You know them shoulders that just slope down. <laughs> they they like, mad that they got weak shoulders. They talked about me so up. bad. Them motherfuckers was like, I look like I play for the forty nine. You I'm, do not even have like. I wonder what they say about mine. But you know what? They was in the chat last week and they was talking smack because they was like, "Oh, they're wearing shoulder pads. Like, baby, these are ruffles." Like. <laughs> Anyway, get your ass I got nothing. Oh, Black Wizard, happy birthday to that baby. <laughs> Go to hell, big time. <laughs> you got me acting like I'm Suge Knight and shit. That's how you shoot me to jail. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> But yeah. shout out to y'all, honey. I got to go with some food and yes. some drinks waiting on me. Y'all have a great night and a great rest of the week. Celebrate Juneteenth. We are out. Peace. You know I'll fuck up a wet dream, child. Here we go.